Hubhopper Originals Welcome to the World of House of Josh podcast. Grab your cup of coffee, plug in your earpods and get ready for sassy, upmarket and insightful conversations. Right from guest motivation to their partner in crime to their next project, we make them spill bit. Well, it's time to call our guest. I bet you will enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to House of Joe season 3 the show must go on this is your host Omkar Chaudhary and uh, we are back with yet another powerful episode of House of Joe season 3 well the guest for today is quite interesting he is an amazing personality he is a father he is an entrepreneur he is a speaker he is a conversationalist he is a podcaster and man like how many more batches is this man going to hone i mean we are absolutely proud and pleasure for having such a talented uh, personality on the show So let's get started let's get rolling with Varun Dogirala and hello and welcome Varun to the show Thanks for the uh, lovely introduction Omkar and and I think what I need to do is uh, I'm trying to figure out what how many you can fit into that mm-hmm. I think in in most social media platforms uh, they only allow you x number of characters you can put in your bio I'm trying to beat that as much as possible so I I still have a few more things to add there Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like we are looking forward to that, Varun. And you are a bundle of talent. We have been seeing you over the years and seeing your journey. You've been evolving over so much. So I mean, it's absolutely a pleasure. Yeah. So to be honest, um, one thing which I've learned in recent times, I don't think I did it enough when I was a little younger, um, was the fact that um, if if you don't constantly try to find newer things to learn and newer things to do, um, at some point you do feel stagnant. You get into that rut of Mm-hmm. this is my this is my route and this is what i'm going to do um and i've always enjoyed uh, especially i think at some point about 3 4 uh, years ago when i sat down and said there's so many things i always wanted to do always always was interested in mm-hmm. why am i not doing more about it so uh, i've just been picking them one by one and uh, i mean i think that's that's the best way to evolve absolutely absolutely so let me start off by first question now varun like what are you in it mm-hmm. I mean, you are into so many things. Your foot has been dabbled into so many things. So, what are you in it for? Uh, what is the objective? What is the motive? So, I've always been a curious person. Um, when I say curious, I'm I'm I like to know as much information as possible about most things, right? So, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be what is considered useful. Mm-hmm. Um, like growing up, one of the questions people had is that why do you know what happened in what show on MTV or uh whose album came out who was in what movie um why they 50 times um you know all these questions would be there and i genuinely i get fascinated by a lot of things um i'm i want to learn more about things so i just start consuming stuff start learning about it and and uh, in most cases i do find something in, interesting the kind of you know i feel that the more you put information into your head um the more you become curious and the more experiences you have so um that's literally been what's pushed me ahead um but what's also been interesting is sometimes i kind of go back and say what is the stuff i wanted to do when i was a kid which um for for no reason connected to home or family anything i, I just didn't get the opportunity to right so um can i kind of go ahead and do some of those things so it's been it's, it's been a mix of all that stuff that kind of keeps me um going and and make, wake up every morning and saying what more can you do 
right right so it's like you know sitting at one point of time and then introspecting ari yaar has a kid i could have done that why not now is this just a number yeah totally and i think it's also i've become more of a kid ever since i've had a kid um because i want uh, leia to have a lot of those experiences so uh, i i remember that uh, a few months before she was born i was sitting down and making a playlist um, um on my phone basically to say all the songs that i would want her to listen to and that is an endless playlist which i can keep playing and i keep adding more to um right. she still doesn't listen to it uh, i listen to it more than she does <laughs> so eventually she will but i mean it's, it's just stuff like that that sometimes you kind of think about okay these are things which you would want your kid to experience so this is some things which you would want someone around you to experience and and you keep pushing that stuff forward but what's also great is that uh, the internet's an amazing place right you can learn so much like i have learned more about how to shoot stuff in the last year of youtube mm-hmm. than i learned going to film school um so it's it's actually been that different that uh, that the internet allows you to kind of just deep go deep into anything and and the most random places like um you can actually find the most interesting information absolutely absolutely and you know varun there's one thing about this conversation that you know we are not put picking up a certain theme ki okay it has to just revolve around this it's a free flowing conversation and this is something that you know with a, such a smart person such a witty person that i'm sitting i think i must not miss out this chance of having a free flowing conversation <laughs> please do that's the best kind of conversation absolutely so what tell me like what is the feeling like when you sort of analyze like you know what are your competitors up to like being in this industry of podcasting this is my third season of house of josh uh, i had hmm. great celebrities on the show i had great people on the show but definitely there is a some uh, there's a black spot i would say when i sort of analyze hmm. what my competitors are up to or when i see their success i mean see i won't call it as a envy or as a negative space but there's something that you know you feel oh there's someone who has done better than you you need to like you know, pull up your songs do bit more so is it the same for you mm-hmm. or how does it works for you when you sort of analyze your competitors so anybody who says that they don't necessarily um um look at what other people are creating and don't, don't get affected by that is lying right we all we all look at what everybody else is doing um and there is no denying that fact uh, but for me what's been interesting is uh, many of them are people i have spoken to uh, who i've learned from and um, i i look at their methods but end of the day what i kind of sit down and kind of look at is saying what are all the things that i would really want to do with what i'm creating uh, what am i not doing and when i look at what i'm not doing i kind of also going kind to of go deeper into that and say that um can i to some extent if i do those things as well uh, will that make me what's the word um will that make me unhappy like do would i really enjoy doing that is is a question which you end up getting into sometimes right yeah. uh, i'll give an example um sometime back i remember i was sitting down and trying to um, create a, a, a certain sets of content i was just trying to you know break uh, do ama individual videos just me talking to camera mm-hmm. at that time i just generally didn't enjoy it it became a bit of a chore um when i was trying to master my own podcast i was like okay i used to love editing when i was younger i don't necessarily enjoy it anymore um then i sat down and said, let me just find someone to collaborate with so it's just a mixture of all these things which um, and sometimes you need to be true to yourself you need to be saying that this is what everyone's doing this is what i can learn from them but for me what's most important is to turn around and say that um what can i truly kind of um, uh, do myself which i will enjoy so for example do i love working out every day yes i do but 
do I want to put up instructional videos? Not necessary. I want to have fun with it. I want to do right. something with it. So, which is why what I put up as reels when I work out is something which is randomly fun. Um, <laughs> do I want to do deeper conversations on the podcast, which go two, three hours, like an Amit Verma does? I, and I love his podcast, <laughs> but I know that I cannot push myself to go two, three hours. Like for me, about an hour odd is the limit to which I'll personally be able to record. So, so you do learn some of those things. Um, so I I do this uh, one mapping. piece every actually 3 4 months mm-hmm. where i i put down saying why am i doing what i'm doing um what do i enjoy doing in it what right. do i not enjoy doing in it and what more would i want to do and right. i kind of come back to that it's a simple piece of paper i keep coming back to that from time to time and i keep changing stuff in it i literally did that over the last weekend because um uh, i i was just kind of remapping some of the content which i'm doing mm-hmm. and uh, and so when i look at everybody everyone's doing like i've learned so much from someone like atanmay from ranveer uh, from what an ankur varik was doing um, yeah. and internationally i look at guys like a scott galloway look at like a, a tim ferris etc and i'm like there's so much there that you can create the the point is that try as many things but be very clear about what you can do um in the long term because some things aren't natural to you right so right, right. some people might not be natural talking on camera or might not be natural to write a book um, mm-hmm. or write a newsletter so find what you enjoy and sometimes you you surprise yourself um i discovered writing a newsletter because i was following a podcaster who writes a newsletter um, and i really enjoy writing it i enjoy writing it every week and it's become now such a core part of who i am as a creator so uh, borrow from everybody but end of the day stay true to yourself right so i think we should be able to do justice to what we are sort of doing it's not just for the sake of doing that you do all right so there's one more thing that is popping in my mind from a very long time and especially when sali gave me this brief like you know would you like to have varun on the show from that point mm-hmm. of time it was popping in my head uh, varun do you remember 2018 or 2019 and i think it was initial months of 2019 when we had mm-hmm. connected back on instagram this is not the yeah, first time yeah. that we are talking do you remember I know, this i know you know, know. that don't <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. I, I think, I think you had pinged me, or I had, I, I, I had I pinged you. I had pinged you. I spoken to you before. Uh, yeah, you, I, I, I spoken to you before, so I went back into that conversation, and uh, I was like, oh yeah, we've spoken before. Right, right. So, so the entire story goes in this way. Like, I wanted to start my podcast when I was a second year engineering mm-hmm. kid, and I had no idea. I was quite naive about like what is it, how is it going, and everything. And there are a couple of people that I approached. To. One was like Varun Dogirala, and Varun was kind enough to message for like a couple of times. I think eventually you got busier, and I think the conversation just left out. And I was trying to reach out to Varun, but things couldn't. Uh, we couldn't make up those things. I would say. but i'm finally happy that you know it's season 3 i had bollywood celebrities uh, shruti hasan tapsi odd people nidiba mm. call and it's like i have made it up to that point and finally it's like varun please come ascend on the throne <laughs> and get me <laughs> okay first of all i'm really sorry we couldn't do it the last time i still don't remember why it didn't happen i have this problem um okay this is something i'm i'm actually working on right is mm-hmm. that i have a I have a tendency to to want to respond to everybody who who will ever message me. Right. Huh. And at some point, I am not also the most structured person. Like literally, if somebody asks me, and I know this is going to be an audio, so um, if how I plan my day, and you're going to hear a weird paper sound, it is literally mm-hmm. like papers lying around which have random stuff scribbled like this. Right. Um, right. It does not make any sense for any normal person as to how I'm organizing what all I have to do in a week. Um, no notion um i mean there's no notion being used there is no spreadsheet none of those things 
I am very unstructured. So what happens many times, um, and I'm going to use this to apologize to a lot of people, because I will say, okay, we should do this, we should do this, or we should have this chat, or we should do that, and I will totally forget. Um, right. People who work with me know really well that with Varun, you need to keep prodding him to remind him, um, oh. and uh, that is the that is the unfortunate problem. But um, I'm happy with doing this finally. But yeah, yeah, it's also something I have to work on to make a list of everybody. I say, yeah, I'd love to kind of do something together, and then I kind of just like, I'm not ghosting people. I'm just like badly organized. Yeah, yeah, no worries, no worries. In fact, I had a very positive approach. It's like ki chalo like 2019 mein upset like you know I did not get an opportunity to sort of interact with Varun, but like 2021 seems to be very fruitful to me that finally Varun is on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. That's when it's meant to be. It's meant to be. when it's meant to be it's meant to be right right i think now i'll pull off the conversation into a part wherein everyone is very uh, i mean to be very honest uh, what is the one thing that you're really scared of like you know there, there are so many things it might be related to your fame it might be related to your work part it might be related to your family part but what is that one thing that is something that really scares you sort of um i'm generally so i'm actually a very risk averse person in life um i've always been that it it might seem very random for someone like me who who quit his job start being an entrepreneur with zero plan and do all of that stuff but i'm generally very risk averse um so kind of you know you try to map out how how your life you think it's going to be more than what you want to do it's about how it's going to be right how you going to live um the life you going to have uh, for be able to build for together with like me and pooja talk about this how we build our life together for our family um the the one thing i'm i'm afraid of is that vision getting disrupted because that's something which you plan for but okay. apart from that what i'm really worried about is and it will be very bizarre i am constantly paranoid of falling flat on my face Absolutely, uh, I was looking for that word paranoid. I was like recollecting I'm, what is that word paranoid? Yeah, you are on the right track. I'm constantly paranoid of falling flat on my face. I always have, and I always try to do stupid things, mm -hmm. but I'm very paranoid doing them. Like I will think of making. I will, uh, and I said this a while back. Uh, I was. Uh, I think I did a TEDx in uh, in Bandra in Bombay, and I I I thought it was actually part of my core uh, insight was that as a kid I would do really stupid stuff. Like I would. you know you'd seen a movie and uh, you should not show those movies to kids where you know a guy jumps off a moving bus and runs yeah i have tried doing that omg fallen very badly like scrape my knees elbows oh and i was so scared doing it um and i remember when i did it i i put like extra padding on my knees and like some stuff on my elbows and thankfully it didn't fall on my face but mm. uh, you know i think paranoia is a good thing it teaches you uh, to be careful but i am constantly paranoid about something going wrong um some choice some made not being right and that in many ways keeps me centered mm -hmm. it keeps me from kind of um trying things without any like cushion and um, and so that's what i'm most afraid of i'm most afraid of taking the wrong call because i feel that as the world has opened up with more options Mm -hmm. you have so many options of what you can take right no even if you're sitting wherever you're sitting in the world if you have an internet connection you have options you have options um, that's sure. the way i see it and uh, but you can make wrong choices so uh, that's what i i'm most 
the word is paranoid most paranoid about is that <laughs> right 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 and what if i trace back your journey right from the childhood as you said that you know you have been really a fanatic person if you see some heroic scene in the movie you want to sort of like you know do it in your real yeah, life yeah. that real to real conversion has to happen so tell me like very who hasn't tried to be a, a hero try to do something which uh, which, which they've seen on a, in a movie <laughs> right 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 so if i just trace it back uh, where did you do your schooling from so i actually grew up in a uh, my mental families in this sorry my dog's barking mm-hmm. i cannot do anything about her this is how lulu is yeah is waiting for someone to make her stop you carry on you carry on <laughs> i'll carry on yeah that is the one thing she's very good at is barking very loudly um, <laughs> and this is literally like one room away um, but anyway um i grew up in a i i grew up in a place called kakinada that's where my entire family is um it's on the coast of andhra pradesh and growing up i i i went to a bunch of schools there right i mean you mm-hmm. hop and uh, try to find better schools and stuff like mm-hmm. that and there were a bunch of really good schools studied there till my 10th standard um moved to bangalore uh, for my 11th and 12th studied in a school called bishop cottons where um i'd say i finally went into the big bad world because i went from slightly a more sheltered more of a cocoon small town mm-hmm. uh, or rather than it was like a regular town now it's a city to a large scale let's say go to bangalore where all the stuff people tell you you shouldn't be doing is uh, available to you um, right and you focus on those and you forget anything to do with studies and etc and uh, you do make all the wrong choices you can in life so i did that but and then i went on to do engineering um, i wasn't a very good engineering student didn't didn't get in through merit um, mm-hmm. folks figured a way to get me into a engineering college and i was terrible at it uh, so i was in bangalore for a long time i think bangalore taught me a lot about failure because i failed so consistently right. i failed at every single thing i wanted i, I tried to do um, be it uh, in in the way you study in the anything you try to do i just didn't right. very bad at it right um and at some point after my engineering i ended up working um in a call center i worked for aol cancellations for about 3 to 4 months um like terrible shift 2 am to 9 am shift right. and um, it also, but actually that that 4 months taught me so much about how to um, talk to people to try and convince them because right. i was talking to all parts of america trying to convince them not to cancel their internet connection which they had gotten as a free trial that was my okay. job uh, okay. we were called detentions we were not called cancellations by the way yeah. i was supposed to retain people retain right and right, um, right. yeah and so, and so and then i went to uh, symbiosis in pune um, mm-hmm. first time in life got through somewhere through actual merit mm-hmm. uh, did my mass comm and um, that those two years in pune actually taught me a lot taught me a lot about what i really want to do in life opened up the uh, you know sometimes you don't realize being uh, uh, a creative uh, a person focused on the creative industry is even an option mm-hmm. and that's when i realized that's a great option and there's so much i could do with it and yeah that's but i've been i, I say i've always been studying uh, since but i think yeah. i truly became a student once i got to pune right right and currently are you based in mumbai yeah i'm based in mumbai absolutely absolutely i think now that you're based in mumbai i think definitely we can catch up and i could definitely try to be like you know the person in the inner circles of varun dogirala <laughs> because i've always I'm, admired my, you my inner circles are reasonably large i'm told that um i i i my it's a farce to say varun has an inner circle because varun is oh, is it's uh, all over the place friend. all over the mumbai like over queen's the necklace at marine drive <laughs> 
right 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 but definitely i think that makes it more easier for me to push in myself what <laughs> sure man <laughs> right 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 so varun uh, this is how's the josh so definitely enlighten us about your josh like what gets you off the bed i mean definitely your muscular pecs are like you know really pumping us hard to go and hit the workout and your uh, definitely the cover letters and the podcast that you do the kind of sensible things that you do on internet really sort of uh, puts in a motivation in the like in you know, the layman's mind so but tell us from your mouth like what is your motivation what is that inner thing what is that secret mantra to sort of get you off the bed and get going so i used to be for the longest time i haven't been in the last few years but for mm-hmm. the longest time i was that really irritating person who was super excited about a monday morning oh. right i would be like i would be very excited like let's go uh, I, i would love to go to office um i'd want to do work i'm like why do we have weekend let's work all the time oh um, workaholic and i used to be that irritating person right Every, all all my friends are like why you this person on sunday evening everyone's like are yaar i don't want to do any work tomorrow why do we monday and i'm like yeah it's monday tomorrow yeah so yeah go. so i was I, not necessarily like mm-hmm. um i was into cutlet in life but mm-hmm. um what i feel really helps me get up in the morning is um, you know in life you need a routine um and if you build a routine that you look forward to then it's you know it, it's good. and sometimes it's, and it's it sometimes it seems so basic right like for me that that i i spend and i did this recently i and it's become a core part of it i spend the first hour of my day not look at my phone right. like wake up in the morning for one hour don't look at your phone mm-hmm. it is by far the most amazing thing you can do to yourself because what happens is we wake up we take our phones up and suddenly you have this like barrage of information and then you suddenly stuff goes downhill it's great to be um oblivious of what's happening in the world around you or who has messaged you who has whatever for one hour in the morning mm-hmm. that's actually one of the best i look forward to that one hour every morning oh, yeah. uh, the days i always over, i oversleep that avana becomes half an hour but i still try to keep it that way so mm-hmm. um, i look forward to the routine of of every day and if you build that routine well what it actually does is that you know what's coming mm-hmm. so if you know what's coming you are less worried about you know and i don't want to say extremes like i know people who say okay i only wear black t-shirts because i don't have to worry about what to wear mm-hmm. um there are people who eat the same thing every day i'm not i'm not going that far i'm literally saying take an hour every morning just to do anything like i literally i give my dog some biscuit i sit and have some um something to drink uh, and i just don't necessarily do anything um which is why i try to wake up a little earlier and do that but I generally wake up because I I feel that like if you start your day with that mode, mm-hmm. then you are truly excited to make it meaningful. Like you try to make every day meaningful, um, just by starting off slow, rather okay. than starting off with one like bigger rush in your head. So that actually makes me get up in the morning, and uh, yeah, rest of it is pretty simple. I mean, there are some days I wake up and I don't want to do anything. Okay, yeah, I still push myself to give myself that one hour in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also give myself an hour in the night, where I just sit and write. or i work on a project um so weirdly enough everybody in my house sleeps early so i get an extra hour in the night uh, when leah sleep pooja sleep the dogs are sleep so um i again can do so okay. my morning and evening those two hours um are the best i'd say they, they help me reset and reboot absolutely absolutely i think i i i'm i'm really going to follow this routine because you know there's like one hour in the morning for the varun and even when you end the day it ends with like you know one hour with yourself because if you see yeah. the entire day we are interacting with so many people and especially during the covid times there's so much of negative yeah. thing there's so much of negative thoughts and me being having an yeah. ocd i think those 
thoughts keep on revolving in my head kyori are you which i am scared of death i'm scared of covid i'm scared of me getting a disease this so there's so much more that is happening around i feel that you need to sort of reboot you need to sort of give that time to yourself when you channelize yeah. and when you push in your positive energy out there yeah and also cuz you trying to like speaking of the time we are in right now right it's it's honestly affected everyone's mental health like i yeah. know that my mental health has been the greatest in the last year or um primarily also cuz you feel helpless you don't know what you can do to help Mm-hmm. you try to do what you can um you try to share you try to connect people who might need some help you, you know you trying to do what you can but it never feels like it's enough mm-hmm. but once you're doing so much of it even if in I even mean for you even though it might be tiny for when you look at it from a broader perspective for right. you it might be a lot for your own mind mm-hmm. and if you give your if you don't give your own mind some time to kind of rest um and rest doesn't mean sleep right just give time like i list, literally many times i just read a book or listen to an audio book or listen to mm-hmm. a podcast mm-hmm. um and and that really helps actually not a podcast is a book or an audio book um because yeah. again a podcast feels like consuming content sometimes but yeah. um yeah so I, i just give yourself some time i think there's no better way to motivate yourself to get up in the morning or um to wind down your day than to just do that absolutely absolutely and initially i felt that you know there's one thing between me and varun that is common that is podcasting but apart from that i think we both are again engineers and that becomes the second mm-hmm. point of commonality yeah. so talking about this uh, podcasting space like uh, i mean we both have been doing great it's, it's been a great journey so far i would say so tell me yeah. about your podcasting journey like how does been for you like uh, what is something that you have learned and unlearned as a podcaster So I'm an accidental podcaster. I didn't necessarily. I wasn't a podcast listener till I started hosting one, and then I became like that. Literally, is my prime content consumption uh, right now is, is podcast. But uh, for me, it's been interesting because I feel it's made me more. Um, it's made me more confident of the things which I always was interested in and wanted to do. Like I can have a conversation. Like today, I can say I can have a conversation with anybody. Anybody. And find something that would make it an interesting conversation. That right? I think that's really. Uh, also makes me sometimes not plan enough for podcast episodes that I kind of go in and saying, no, I have a broad idea. I don't have to do too much research. Um, thankfully, most of my guests have enough information, so that helps. <laughs> But uh, so my journey has been interesting, right? I've I've been trying to evolve it. Uh, I think I spent the first what I was sixty, seventy episodes, literally just focusing on trying to be a good good host, um, <laughs> trying to get the mix of guests right, doing all of that. Right. But right. especially the last. year has been a lot about what more can i do around it so trying different formats um right now i'm very like excited about social audio like twitter spaces on clubhouse as much i have my issues with clubhouse because i feel like um i don't know how long it will survive um but i do know that twitter spaces some of the others are going to be massive so um that area is really interesting for me and uh, what it's really made me think about is that um how to put this Audio is a great way to learn. Okay. Uh, you, I, re- I realized some time back that how much I learned from listening to podcasts, and I'm like, why don't we have enough education pieces which are audio based? So education has actually been on my mind a lot. It's something can podcasting can you almost can podcast be like school, yeah. um, and in many ways it can. So those are things that I'm focusing on now, I'm trying to build out this entire podcast piece which I'm doing, saying. can it become broader on social so we can reach more people mm-hmm. um can i try out different formats um maybe one day into a fiction podcast i always wanted to write something um and i always had be too painful too much work to do but i somehow feel like the audio one might be interesting and i'll have to ping someone like a mantra and say can you please help me in doing this right. um and uh, and i think that's really exciting right there's so much opportunity now 
with social audio coming in because social audio allows you to be so much more interactive mm-hmm. you're not just recording and putting it out there you can interact with your audience real time right. so yeah i'm super excited absolutely absolutely and i mean uh in this uh, 2021 i see that you know there's so many professionals uh, maybe entrepreneurs or maybe mnc workers and uh, corporate people they have the social side to them maybe they are a blogger maybe maybe they are a food blogger or they do fashion fitness podcast youtube so so what is this like how do you guys channelize this thing between like you know giving enough time to your corporate to your main work and how do you sort of put it down for your passionate thing maybe podcasting or xyz um so it's the way i look at it is that you need to be okay um let me put it this way you need to know how much time you can give something hmm. there are three things you do in life right there is work mm-hmm. there is life and podcasts are like what you do in between yeah uh, because it's not necessarily work yeah. so your work requires a certain amount of time everybody knows how much time that will take mm-hmm. your life is as important right how much time you spend with family friends that entire bunch like that's something you can't just take away it's important to have that cuz what's the point of life if you don't spend time with right, that bunch right and then you see this is the time i have left can what can i create in that i think podcasts are great cuz unlike video where you have to edit there's a lot more to it right right here right. the setup cost is much lower <laughs> so you can do so much more so think about how much time you can give something and then make your choice that's what i did for me podcasts were easy enough to do i found it easier post recording from home because i would have to go to a studio before to record also time the studio availability with my availability and my guest availability right now it's a zoom call away <laughs> so all that has made life simpler but mm-hmm. um, you need to be true to yourself how much time can you uh, can you give something and basis that um, figure what you can fit into it and then also add in stuff over time don't do everything together so i started with one podcast then i started building a second one out started writing a newsletter but i did them all one after the other right didn't try doing all of them together right and uh, find people to collaborate with if you can we should find people to collaborate with um if you're working and if you can take a tiny amount of your salary aside and say this is money i'm investing into what i really want to do as a creator um could be finding someone to edit your podcast could be finding someone to edit your blog um <laughs> or just like any of those things um it might be an interesting investment because investing in yourself what you are what right. you are interested in yeah i think this is quite noteworthy because the way you sort of put it across like you know take the tiny part of your salary and sort of try to invest in yourself and this is another way yeah. of sort of investing in yourself by collaborating and yeah. by by like you know creating small employment for others to dive into your work that you do that is the biggest part of this right uh, the reason why it's called the creator economy now and not just called influencers or this and that mm-hmm. is because it's become an economy it's not just about the people who are let's say on camera or on mic it's about the people working with them to master right. to distribute to create uh, help to research to help to captions there's so many people available to do that now yeah and it's an interesting example i, I was um, it's also about how you can feed both sides um, i'll give an example there's this um, I was watching I think Colin and Samir's show on YouTube and and they had this interesting story about this um, Australian podcast which is one mm-hmm. of the biggest podcasts in Australia and the two guys who run it make no money from it. Oh no, not for Colin Samir. This is from I think Matt Diavella's episode. Mm-hmm. And um, these guys don't make any money from their podcast. And but they run a production house. Mm-hmm. So because they talk to creators, brands and etc, mm-hmm. it helps them get more business. Mm-hmm. for their production house so for them this is marketing cost right they're doing this as part of their overhead cost and so 
they are not trying to make money from it it's a great way to amplify it so why does every single venture capital firm, firm today have a podcast because they know that they are putting their thoughts out there so finance venture capital i mean first i believe that eventually everybody will have a podcast because mm-hmm. everybody can pick up their phone and record something put it out there um, right and platforms like anchor have made that so much simpler so i think it's it's about how you look at it and how it fits into your budget absolutely absolutely i mean that that's a really creative way and i think i completely resonate with the point that you spoke about the the creators economy right so i mean varun uh, i really found this conversation like you know easy flowing and it was really great to know more about varun dogirala knowing his perspective towards life and how he sort of like you know resonates and retrospects into his own space so varun it was a great conversation uh, what would you like to say Thanks Adam I think it was inter- it was great that we 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 went into different zones I always like right. conversations where you go into different zones and kind of um find different points kind of bring out and so I gen- I'm happy we finally did this Yeah uh, absolutely it's, it's right talking late, from your uh, Yeah right talking from your childhood to your college then your work in the call center I think probably yeah. nobody knew that that you were to do a call yeah, center yeah, yeah. and stuff It's some of these things I haven't spoken about before yet for sure Yeah yeah absolutely as I I think it it's one of the best conversations I had one, like you know I had so far and i i really enjoyed this thanks of course i i enjoyed it as well and thanks again for having me absolutely absolutely so all the beautiful uh, listeners out there uh, today we had varun dagriala on the show and it was absolutely a stunning conversation getting to know varun in a much more different way and i think he was kind enough to spill the bins about his success <laughs> about his success mantra and about his life so do check it out and uh, do like share and subscribe to house of josh podcast season 3 the show must go on इस हब हॉपर ओरिजिनल को सुनने के लिए आपका शुक्रिया अगर आप भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करना चाहते हैं तो हब हॉपर स्टूडियो वेबसाइट पे रजिस्टर करें और एक मिनट के अंदर अंदर अपना खुद का पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करें यही नहीं स्टूडियो देता है आपको पूरी आजादी कहीं भी कभी भी अपना पॉडकास्ट लॉन्च करने की सिर्फ तीन आसान स्टेप्स में तो साथ में अपना पॉडकास्ट शुरू करने के लिए तैयार जस्ट हॉप ऑन हब हॉपर सिंपली कॉन्टेंट